war. Now, imagine five friends who grew up together in Hong Kong. They all played rugby, had a beer together regularly, but didn't have a place to chill out. So these five ladies got together and set up Ruggers, a gastro pub. On International Women's Day, when the theme is Break the Bias, my next guest certainly broke down some of those barriers on their exciting journey. Let me welcome KK and Martini from Ruggers um, to tell me all about it. Good afternoon to you. Hello. Good afternoon, Sadia. <laughs> well, it's great to have you. They're on Zoom at the moment, so I have both of them on Zoom and I can see them in the studio. Now, first of all, let me just ask you, KK, um, where did this idea came from? You, you, you guys were all playing rugby together as you were growing up here in yep. Hong Kong. So tell me how it all yep, started. Pretty much. How did it all start? Uh, you mean, you mean how rugby started? How the idea for this great thing that you have started? Um, it just like quite random. One night we're chatting with one uh, one of our partner. Like when the time, like we both were in China. So like we were like just chat on the phone and said, oh, why don't we just go back Hong Kong and then let's start something. Because by the time we were like 23, 24, like mm -hmm. most of us. So it's like, yeah, get, let's give a try. If it's work, it's work. If it's not work, okay, let, but at least we try. So and then like we just keep call like we call a friend, like we really close friend. So this is how like why we contact Martini. Uh-huh. So, Martini, what did you think of the idea initially? Um, uh, to share a little bit more context, um, the five of us actually grew up together. We we start playing rugby at maybe 16 years old together when we were underage. And when we grew up, we actually be playing at different clubs. Mm -hmm. So we are not from the same clubs, but growing up together, we found a lot of mutual interest together. Um, it's it's always a nice idea for us to think of where can we actually hang out after training um, from different locations. And at the end of the day, we think that Causeway Bay is our home for a lot of our rugby clubs where we belong. And it'd be great for us, you know, to to stage there, um, have a sort of permanent uh, venues for us to gather together, uh, gather, group together, um, you know, chat all things about rugby and all things about work or anything really um, in life. Um, I think it's a really great idea that KK and my other partner came up with. And I still remember I it was probably the first or second year of, uh, of me studying work and I opt in with that idea. And um, it's a shame to say I didn't really involved in a lot of the operationals but um kk and my other partners been really helpful throughout the whole journey and to date i'm still very grateful we have ruggers and this year mark our 11th anniversary wow wow so it's been 11 years now you know you guys were quite young like the, you're young girls you know 21 23 24 and you just come up with this idea. What kind of um, reaction did you get? Because I suppose, you know, the whole I mean, stereotypical thing that, you know, people associate rugby with men and then suddenly these girls are saying, like, we want to open this thing called Ruggers. How, what did people say to you? What kind of reaction did you get? I think obviously people would think that's, that's such a silly, <laughs> um, that's such a silly idea. I would say it's, it's probably less about men's and women's, probably mm -hmm. more about a stereotype 
yeah. towards rugby. Yeah. Uh, you know, like rugby is not the most common sport in Hong Kong. Um, it's more a niche sport when people think, oh, this is a sport for expat. Um, this is not a sport for local. And it's just happened that we are all local and we are the ladies in, in the field. Um, so I, I don't think anyone, when they think of, when they heard of our idea, they thought we would succeed in this field. Yeah. Um, but I guess it's, it's all about our mentality. You know, we are striving to, you know, to actually, rather than, you know, having a successful business, we were aimed to provide um, a really rugby community for our players, either men's or women's, um, to have a space where we can talk everything about rugby. We can watch rugby together. Um, we can actually promote our sport um, within Hong Kong. I think that's more the key, the, the key objective that we, we are, the reason why we have ruggers. Mm-hmm. And now 11 years on, um, obviously within the last couple of years, we've had the pandemic and there's been difficulties, but do you feel that you kind of achieved what you wanted to do? Did you get a good turnout to ruggers, people coming in and, and enjoying that whole rugby feel? Um, I think definitely. Um, 11 year ago, years ago, um, we, we had one shop. Right now we have two shops. Um, I still remember the very beginning of the years. Uh, we actually attract a lot of the long rugby audience. Uh, one of the reasons we put a lot of rugby balls in our decker in, in the shop where people were like, what are those? And what are this giant um, size 10 balls? Um, in here mm-hmm. and all the kind of championship and box and things like that and this is how we actually open the door um, for a lot of the new audience um, through rugby and through ruggers um, which is always good to see and I'm sure you know from KK um, experience we did uh, we did manage to recruit quite a few players um, no. both men's and, mm-hmm. men's and female to actually join our community and play rugby that's fantastic. KK, for you, obviously, you've been involved right from the start, too. What were the most kind of challenging parts of it? Obviously, setting up, I mean, you know, as I said, 11 years on, you're, you're all set. But how how difficult was it? I think first, like what Martini just mentioned, like when, they, when our age and like we start to film, it's a what they film. And that's the first thing I think people was like, wow, that's because by that time, it's really quite quite a new idea in Hong Kong. And the second thing is, by that time, most of the bar in Hong Kong, they were like, mainly they selling the wine, the cocktail. But for records, really beginning, we set our, like, the main product, like the main drink in the, in the bar was like beer. Mm-hmm. So people was like, beer? Like, oh, because beer. by <laughs> they might, it's like, yeah, like really normal thing. By that time, like really commercial, like brand. But we were import the beer from like different different country, like really you need high percent. By that time when people walk in, whoa, like I never like first time when we mentioned people was like, No, it doesn't work. People in Hong Kong they only love gin wine, they love the fancy cocktail or the fancy like uh gin walker, but definitely not beer. But then when we start so like but people once people walk into our bar, they were really surprised our collection so we were from two three draft beer after 11 years like each like we got two shop each shop we got at least 10 draft beer on tap from two to three from more than 10 now 
And for the bottle beer, I think for the past 11 years, we sold like more than 500 different kinds wow. of beer, I believe. Wow. And now. Yeah. So we were from. Oh, yeah. Carry on. Yeah. No, I was going to say that, like, you know, that's quite. You did make quite a few changes then over time. People have initially, where they may have been hesitant to come in, you've actually changed people's opinions, haven't you? Uh, I think so. Like, to be honest, I think we were like quite in Hong Kong from 11 years ago to now. Mm-hmm. I think we were the first, like, really two, three bar in Hong Kong. We start bring the beer culture to Hong Kong. Mm. And I think we changed the mind, like people, how people look beer and like how people, like more people know rugby as well. I think beer and rugby is more, especially the local, to be honest, the expat, definitely they know yeah, what yeah. rugby is and like, oh, but when they see, because even not just us, not just the uh, our partner, we all playing rugby, even our staff, we all pay, like the staff is playing rugby as well. Mm. So when the customer or people or the local people, they walk in, oh, is they look at the little girl like they were <laughs> you paying rugby unbelievable and then because in their mind most of the local they thought like rugby it's uh, similar like american football or something like yeah. you have to be like six feet tall 300 pounds then you can pay rugby not like the five like five uh only like 1.5 meter tall girls and like only weight 100 pounds and then they <laughs> and then she tell you I'm playing rugby. Oh well, it's good that you're actually educating them. Now, tell me, are you are you still are you all still enthusiastic? There's five of you and you've set up this business. Do you still play rugby? Is it still part of your life? Uh, I or are you too we busy now? I think one is like we're all busy. Second thing, we were from like early 20 and now we're maybe 30 already. <laughs> and because of work, most of us like, we still pay rugby, but it's more in the social way. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. Now- so we were sponsored. We also sponsor like during the summer, we have our own team. It's called Records. Okay. So our partner, our staff, our friend will join the team. That's brilliant. Now, um, how do you feel, you know, as women, as I said, you know, there are five of you. And I suppose sometimes too much pressure is put on and you think, oh, is it all because you're women or whatever? But do you think as women going on in the business, have you ever sort of felt that you were at any disadvantage? Or do you think that over time things have changed when you've established yourself? What? How do you feel about that? Because now today is International Women's Day. And obviously, we're looking at achievements and looking at things like bias. How do you feel about that? Have you faced difficulties? Uh, I think I, I think I'm a relatively lucky person. Um, Aside of um, owning records, I I actually work in uh, work in sports partnerships, which is you know very close to my passion. But at the same time, um, the working ratios of females and female is relatively balanced mm-hmm. um, in the field, rather than it's very male male dominant. Dominant. Um, you can ask KK about running a bar. Um, mm. Is historically is very male dominant. Mm-hmm. Um, either from an owner perspective, from a supplier perspective, um, or even staff, um, a lot of them are actually male. And when we start Ruggers um, 10 years ago, where a lot of time, where I, I guess where the biggest challenge for us to run as a female owners is trying to um, 
have us have a place in the industry. Um, for example, how can we actually negotiate a better price mm-hmm. and also showcase to our male counterpart that we actually know what we're doing mm-hmm. and don't try to fool us. Mm-hmm. I think I I think that's probably one of the key or probably one of the challenge yeah. um, when we when we run buggers. Yeah, I can imagine. KK, what's your experience? I think really beginning, like by that time, we, when we start with early twenty, and like we all like, to be honest, as a female, once people get in or like the supplier like come into the bar, to be honest, first there was like, oh, we're looking for uh, your boss or like <laughs> oh, your manager. Here. Oh, that's typical. <laughs> yeah, this is really for your part, yeah. And then we was like, oh, uh, yeah, what can we help you? Oh. And then or maybe when our staff like introduce us, this and then. You can see their face, especially yeah. like some of them, they were in like the distributor, they were in this field for like more than 10, 20 years. They were surprised. Mm-hmm. So like, but it's quite funny. Like, but when we chat, they were like, they also like, because some of them we were like from just business and then we become friends and then we chat and then they were like, whoa, like uh, really beginning, they were like constantly like, can we handle this? Mm-hmm. But then by the time go on, they find that like if a female to have a business, to be honest, this will be more details. Like from yeah, how to treat the customer. Quite thorough and different in the way you handle things, perhaps, compared to your male counterparts, right? Yeah, true. And and really good, like me, Martini and like West of our part partner, we're not like maybe they not not five of us quite spend a lot of time in the bar. Mm-hmm. But when we have something, when we discuss, we got different through like, Martini is really good at the marketing. Mm-hmm. One of our partners, she's really good at like the business side, like how we, how we do the promotion and stuff. And like, I'll be the one by that time I'm at the, like on floor and taking charge, like anything in like really come sudden at the bar. So like rest of the two partners, they was like, oh, just let us know if any help. So I think this is quite good. That's brilliant. It sounds like you've got a super team there, not only a good rugby team, but a, a great business team here. Um, can I ask you, um, finally, just to tell me now, it's been a difficult time recently with all of the you know, pandemic and stuff. How have you coped? How has it been? Um, to be honest, I think not just us. Everyone is, yeah. all the business, yeah. everything is struggling right now. So we were just trying to like, first, uh, be positive yeah. is the one of the really quite important thing like but lucky like we opened for 11 years we got like a long-term customer so even we have two shops but so far right now we opened one but then it's still like we still got some supporter they were like yeah once you guys so as long as you guys open we will come to support mm-hmm. even just a beer just a pasta or just a french fries mm-hmm. we just come support because we don't want to lose this place because some of them they were like the customer they come every single night pretty much mm-hmm. we were some sometimes we were joking yeah. like yeah yeah we will see we see each other more than we see our family <laughs> Well, yeah, so is... like if they will, as long as we open, they have time, they will, they will come to support. Like, so this is how we, how to make us really quite like stay strong. And we were like, okay, keep it positive. We can go through this. When everything finished, we will like back to the, how, how records look like before. 
That's great. Um, if you were going to give, uh, there's another, I was going to say that was the last bit, but I just want to ask you one more thing. If you were going to give anyone advice, certainly women who are thinking, you know, there's plenty of women certainly in Hong Kong who have got startups and stuff. What advice would you give them? Because you can look back 11 years when you started. If you could change anything on, on what advice would you give, what would you say? If I can give one advice um, for any of the ladies out there who would like to start, you know, even a small business, um, I would definitely ask them um, not to be afraid to ask for support and help. I know that traditionally, you know, women are quite tolerant on things. You know, they think, oh, I, I can deal with it and I, I can I can get through of this. But sometimes they're just not good at asking for help. Mm. Um and I just want to let them know that um, there are a lot of supports that not only women, but men ally can can offer um, outside in the communities. As long as you ask for it, I'm sure a lot of the people is more than willing and more than happy to help. Yeah. Um, just don't be afraid and ask and be proactive, um, be positive on the change and potential challenge that you are going to face. Brilliant. And KK, what would you say? Uh, I really agree like what Martini said. I think like just don't scare to be tried. I think this is really beginning how we start the business because really beginning like uh, many people tell us, even some of our parents, to be honest, they tell us like, okay, just yeah, yeah have a try. And then, but to be honest, they doesn't, they, by that time, they didn't think that this business can run more than 10 years. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, but like, this is how we go. We were like, okay, let's go. Uh, let's try nothing to lose because by that time we were like okay nothing to lose let's try everything well, so even by this time I think we will still keep this I will we will still keep these two concept not to be fair let's just try nothing to lose that's the way to do it well listen both of you thank you very much KK and thank you very much Martini it's been really interesting just to hear about Ruggers and I hope that and, and it is still open at the moment anyways I mean on the timings that you can use it because you're still serving food and things like that too aren't you so um, and you're in Causeway Bay and and the other place uh both of them in Causeway Bay. Okay, both at Causeway Bay. Okay, well, yes. listen, thank you so much for your time today. It's been lovely speaking to you, and I wish you luck. And as soon as it is all good, I'll come and have something to eat there. I don't drink, and I don't drink yeah. beer, but I will come. All right, thank you very much. Yep. All right, see you then. Thank Bye -bye. you. Yep. Bye -bye. Bye -bye.